Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk, who remains live in Omaha, Nebraska. Thanks for joining us here at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen who are out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Based on what I was seeing on Twitter from a lot of you, there some people were having some trouble sleeping last night after that exciting baseball game. So my guess is this was very much a strange brew kind of morning for y'all. And if that is indeed the case, we appreciate you guys uh, checking out our sponsors. I can't ever say it enough, you know, Strange Brew Coffee House, that's the place to go, the place to be whenever you want to grab something for breakfast. Not just a coffee drink either. They've got plenty of pastries and muffins, donuts, everything a man needs to start his day, or a woman, for that, for that matter. We should never, uh, we shouldn't be biased. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors over at College Corner. Plenty of College World Series merchandise is available for you there. All you've got to do is go to collegecornerstore.com and hit the, uh, the search bar up and just tap, type in CWS, and that'll bring up everything they've got from shirts and hats and everything else. And, hey, just plain old-fashioned MSU merchandise is plentiful at College Corner. Two locations in the Jackson area to serve you. Well, like I said, you can always hit them up at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco, back up and running. It's Taco Tuesday as you're listening, and that means you need to head over to Humble Taco, Starkville's newest and best Mexican restaurant, Mexican Fair, with Mississippi roots. So much to choose from on that menu. Uh, something for every appetite and a great place to hang out with your friends. Tuesday night, my guess is that place will be buzzing with the uh, with the game on. Plenty of food, margaritas, cold beer, and a, just a great atmosphere every time you're at Humble Taco. All right, Robbie, we, we, we wanted to find out uh, who Chris Lamonis was going to be starting. I know you're a fantastic reporter. You got a shout-out the other day on ESPN. I know you were able to get from Chris Lamonis who the starting pitcher is, give it to us. I wasn't. Ah. I'm sorry. I, I was so frazzled after after uh, Sunday night whenever he t- called me out and was excited that I was muted. That I just <laughs> I haven't saw been that able clip. to. That is just, it's just funny. I don't know why he did that, <laughs> but it's just funny. I mean, everyone just stopped in the press box and pointed and laughed at me, which is nothing new. I mean, it's been happening to me since I was five years old, but – um, it's, you know, it's okay. I'm fine. I didn't sleep at all last night. I, I, I laid in my bed and cried, but it's okay. It's, <laughs> it's perfectly fine. Well, but, um, it, it, you know, we did get some tweets and I saw some people on our message board talking about listening to the post game with Jim Ellis last night and Scott Foxhall was on the post game and said that Christian McLeod was going to be the starter. So, he didn't get the memo from Lamonis, right? That, I don't think they. I don't think they converged with each other there on what on the, the talking points. But Lemo has always said that Foxhall makes all the decisions, and he even said in the press conference, I think that he had not talked to him yet about what Foxhall was thinking and who he was going to start. So I think it's pretty clear it's going to be McLeod, which is what most of us thought it was going to be. You know, we, you and I have thrown around Houston Harding as a possibility, but. I thought Houston Harding would be a better possibility if Tennessee was in this winner's bracket. I think you can I think you can come in with Christian McLeod in this ball game and you know, especially if that wind is blowing in like it should be, this could be a, a, a much better matchup for him than perhaps a Tennessee team. So I don't think he can really go wrong here with Harding or McLeod because they're both left handed guys. 
that are throwing in the low 90s, high 80s with their fastball with a really good breaking ball pitch or off-speed pitch. So they're both similar in, in some ways, but uh, McLeod's going to be more pitch to contact um, with fly balls. And I think that does play a little better in this park. So, you know, I don't think it's a bad decision either way. Robbie, I hate to interrupt you, but we have breaking news that is just incredible. Wingstop is becoming thigh stop. They're going to sell chicken thighs. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to be buying take, some of those. Will, will it, it take, take an hour? Minutes? Will it take an hour and a half to cook these? That's my question. You know, <laughs> thighs take longer to cook than wings. So, I mean, you talk about Wingstop and Starkville already – you have to place your order 45 minutes ahead of time. You know, it's, it's probably never, a good two hours. It's never, the, it's never the quality of chicken that bothers me about Wingstop. It's just the service. Yeah, no, you're right. You're yeah. right. You, you made a good point the other day. I mean, you, you just you order it way out in advance, mm-hmm. and you don't have to worry about it. I mean, you go in there an hour later, and it's ready. And it's hot and everything because it takes you can't forever even, to You cook. can't even, like, order it, like, you know, where you set up the order to be ready at 6. Because right. that means – this is a little inside from my restaurant days. If, if if you place an order for six, it probably drops to you know in their system, maybe twenty minutes ahead of time because that's how long they a normal person would think it takes to cook your food. But my guess is that's never enough. So you just have to like if, if I want to eat at six, I order from Wingstop at like five ten. Yeah, and it's kind of like it's kind of in the same vein as Waffle House. Um, Wingstop is right, you know, Waffle cool. House. Like I don't want my Waffle House to be clean. I, I, yeah, don't want, yeah. I don't want my workers to be, you know, real cordial. I want them Popeyes to throw. Can you just throw those the, issues sometimes? Yes. Can you just throw my orange juice in my face? <laughs> can you at Wingstop? Uh, please just throw me the bag of chicken. Yeah. An hour after I've ordered it, please yeah, do that. Exactly. It makes me exactly. feel at home. So when you can get away with that when the food is good, Wingstop. I don't know. I mean, Waffle House, fantastic. Popeyes, best of the best. I don't know about if Wingstop is in that that, that category. No, it's uh, it's getting there though. I, I really enjoy their wings and their fries. I know yeah, you're not as big a fries guy, but I they they have really good fries. They have the, they, yeah, I know people like their fries. So all right, let's get back to the MSU baseball. So we th- it's going to be McLeod. <laughs> it looks like yeah, I just I had to throw a thigh <laughs> stop. I had to I had to, I had to throw <laughs> that in. So you're easily distracted by. Food, I, I was. I, I saw that. I saw that tweet. And I was just like, wait, what thigh <laughs> stop? Um. Uh, McLeod, I agree. I, I, I think you would have started – I me, me personally, I would have started McLeod regardless of, of the situation. I think he's your number two guy. I feel very comfortable with putting Houston Harding into, into a start that is either going to be an elimination game or a game to put you into the national championship series. Harding has definitely earned that trust for me. But I've, McLeod doesn't have that trust. I, I still have that same kind of trust for McLeod. It seems like talking to you, and I, I could be misreading you, that McLeod has, has has fallen behind Harding in your estimation. To me, I, I just feel like Harding is more reliable. You're going to get a more consistent effort. And listen, before last night, before Sunday night, I thought Houston Harding was more reliable than Will Bednar. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. um, we just there's just it just seems like it's up and down, up and down. I mean, you look at you look at Will Bednar's starts. Every time he has a bad outing. He comes back with a fantastic outing. It's unbelievable. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Every time he has a rough start, the very next game is a stellar start. They've all been quality starts after it. And, of course, last night was the best of the best. 
But, you know, he didn't pitch well against Notre Dame at all. Um, and, you know, after the uh, – I forget what – Missouri game, I think he – or maybe – I can't remember when it was, but Alabama and South Carolina were really good starts. He had, bad, you know, a bad start against Ole Miss. Um, had a good start against Vanderbilt after that. So you, it's just kind of been up and down and kind of the same thing with, with Christian McLeod. And listen, we, we were talking about uh, Will Bednar's splits on the away from Duty Noble. And I'm, yeah. I don't, I'm sure you saw what I tweeted. Mm-hmm. I actually really delved into the numbers. I mean, just incredible. A four-run differential at home in comparison to on the road. He's got a one-two-two earn run average on the road or neutral site, which is just I—I mean, mind-boggling. Seven walks and sixty-one strikeouts, six and zero. He's won every single start. So you get a quality start from him every single time he starts away from Duty Noble, which I don't think I've ever seen. And you know, I asked Chris Monis about that at the uh, media availability on uh, Monday, and. He kind of he he's always kind of dismissed that thought, uh, and kind of chalked it up to the numbers being a little skewed because Will played Arkansas and Ole Miss. But I think there is something to it. I, I think it's mo- mo- most importantly, I think Duty Noble has played two offenses this season, mm-hmm. and Will's kind of a pitch to contact or swing and miss kind of guy. He's going to throw strikes. He's not walking a lot of guys. So teams have been able to barrel him up a little bit with that fastball at Duty Noble and, and get some big hits. Uh, and he hasn't had that as much on the road. I, I just – I feel like there's something to that home and away. And, and McLeod's kind of in that same uh, area as well. Not, at, not quite as drastic, but I think he's got a one-run differential uh, in his ERA away from Duty Noble. So you're hoping that that plays the same way against Virginia because if you get another start – even remotely close to that, you know, five innings with with nine or ten strikeouts and maybe one or two runs from McLeod, you feel you feel like you're probably getting to Friday. Oh, no question about that. Yeah, another quality start for Mississippi State against Virginia is probably going to get the job done and push the Bulldogs into that. I guess it's almost like a regional final kind of uh, of setup where, yes, if you just win one more game, you're off to the next step, which is the, the national championship series. And let me add one more – let me add one more thing. We're talking about this, these two starters. This has kind of been the deal about this team. I mean, everybody puts so much hype around these starting pitchers from Mississippi State. You know, Eric Sarantola didn't work out. And these guys have been so up and down, but you've still been able to win despite that, even when they don't have good starts. If you get quality starts from those guys and you're getting what you expected out of them preseason, I mean, Mississippi State is right there head-to-head with – I mean, the, I don't think these guys are on the same level as Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter, but you feel the same way that Vanderbilt does when those guys are starting. You feel like if you get a quality start from those two guys, you're probably going to win the ball game, And then you're starting to talk about some big things happening for Mississippi State over the next week and a half. Yeah, and and I just I, I feel com- I have a lot of confidence in the in these two guys, especially like we've been talking about on the road or, or just away from from Duty Noble. So yeah, Harding 
to me, I, I feel I feel really good about him possibly pitching the game that puts State to that next uh, to that next step. So, and I feel good about McLeod against Virginia. But I, again, I, I would have felt good about McLeod either way. So I'm, I'm interested to see uh, how it all pans out in the next couple of days. Let's uh, let's maybe a short podcast today, but that's fine. Let's move on into the second half of the show. We're going to talk a little bit about Virginia and get a look at the Cavaliers, and that's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. When Mississippi State is playing baseball, you want to be eating great steak. It's an easy decision. You want to be doing that. You want it to happen. You want to win, win on the grill, and win on the field. Mississippi State does that on the field. You can do it on the grill with Welcome Home Beef. Call them today. Swing by the store on University Drive or visit them online and find out how Welcome Home Beef can put great beef products into your refrigerator, into your onto your grill, and into your happy family's dinner. Call them today at 662 662- 268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. Welcome home beef. It just tastes good. Two Brothers Smoked Meats, that's another place that is going to be hopping on Tuesday night with the baseball game. Plenty of big screen TVs in there for you to check the game out on. And, of course, you're going to be eating great food when you do it. Swing by there, grab some barbecue tacos, maybe some wings, some pork rind nachos. There's just no limit to what you've got, and it's not just barbecue don't ever forget that when you go to Two Brothers Smoked Meats. It's smoked southern soul food in the heart of the Cotton District. Advantage Business Systems wants to take care of you two different ways. They're going to give you a selection of products for your business. Technology, copiers, printers, software, everything a business needs to operate with more profits and less problems. And then they're going to back it up. The second promise is great customer service, the kind you expect from your neighbors, which is what Advantage Business Systems is. They're a Mississippi business, first and foremost, and they've been helping out people like you for nearly 50 years. Why don't you call them today and find out how they can help you? That number is 601-362-9192, or you can visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. When you look at Virginia, Robbie, I mean, your first thought is this is not a team that should be playing in the College World Series just from a statistical standpoint. Uh, Hitting-wise, only hitting 264 as a team, nobody with double figures in, in home runs, uh, only slugging 394 as a team. From a fielding percentage perspective, 975, I mean, not particularly great. They are a good pitching team, 3.55 team ERA. Um, so they can throw the ball a little bit, but this is – this just on paper – they're not a team that, that, that you fear. Mississippi State is much better than this team on paper. But as you said yesterday, they're hot, and that's the kind of teams you want to try to avoid right now. Can Mississippi State be the team that cools off Virginia? That's going to be the question. They lost their first five series in ACC play. They, they lost to uh, North Carolina, Florida State. They were swept by Notre Dame, which isn't much of a surprise with how good Notre Dame was all year. Uh, Pitt beat them as well in Miami. So it was a rough start to the year. But, again, this this team gives me 2018 Mississippi State vibes. And that team was a team that you just did not want to see. They have a really good ace, which, fortunately for Mississippi State, they're not going to see. Andrew Abbott, one of the best pitchers in the country this year, I think leads the country in strikeouts with 162 and 106 innings. Um, so that that is a big time uh, loss for Virginia. I, I wouldn't say loss because they got in the winners bracket, but to not have him in this game is 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 huge for Mississippi State. Uh, but still, some some really quality pitchers. Blake Bell's out of the bullpen. 
uh, 38 innings, 54 strikeouts, has earned run average under a run. He's kind of their Landon Sims. Um, and then Steven Shock, is it Shock? The kid, the guy that uh, went okay. viral, the the closer or whoever the 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 guy that uh, went viral about the dipping dots. I, I think that's his name, I, I, but I'm not 100. percent You know, he's pitching really well, and he's kind of you know, uh, you know, a lovable guy that everybody's kind of getting behind right now. So this is kind of the the Cinderella team, if you will, of this thing. Uh, them and NC State and. Both of them get a win in the first bracket against, um, you know, some really g- good teams, some really hot teams. Stanford was playing really well. Uh, and, of course, Tennessee has, has been good all year long. So, 36-25, and 25, they went 500 in the league. And you're talking about, you know, these guys can make it to Friday and have a chance to play for national championship. But yeah. that's what happens whenever you get, you get hot like this. I mean, their road to, to Omaha was not – Super tough. You know, they were in that regional with uh, Old Dominion and South Carolina. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this is still a, a team that has been through the uh, the rigorous conference schedule that they were in a Power 5 conference. And then uh, a tough battle with Dallas Baptist, who was another hot team down the stretch. It's, it's, it's really going to be a tough matchup for Mississippi State. I mean, any, any team that you're playing in the College World Series is not going to be some pushover. No, no. Uh, and they hit, the, you know, they hit home runs, um, and, and, and they're, really, they're really a clutch-hitting team right now. 264 batting average on the year with 49 home runs. But that's not how they're playing down the stretch. They've, I think they've hit a home run every game during the regionals. So, um, you know – in some instances, kind of like how Notre Dame did. I don't think they have quite the power potential that, that Notre Dame had. I don't think they have anybody over 10 homers on the season. But uh, it's still a very dangerous team right now, and Christian McLeod's going to have to be very diff- uh, uh, very good against them. Yeah, Andrew Abbott gave them six uh, shutout innings uh, in, uh, on, in, on uh, I guess, that's Sunday's game against Tennessee. Matt Wyatt getting the save. We certainly are familiar with a Matt Wyatt coming in and getting some uh, some save opportunities, although it was a different sport uh, for the Matt Wyatt. We're more familiar with – I may have missed it. Has Virginia – I may have missed you saying it. Uh, has Virginia announced their starter for this game yet? I have not seen it. Okay. Uh, most believe it's going to be Mike Basil. Basil, yeah. Basil. It's, they have three guys who, have, who are beyond Andrew Abbott with double-digit starts. Mike Basil, uh, Nate Savino – and Griff McGarry, all of those starts. But McGarry is the guy whose who's ERA is, is over six. Can't imagine he's going to be the one uh, getting the start here. Savino on the season three and three with a 3.86 ERA. And then you mentioned Mike Vazel, seven and five on the year, 15 starts, uh, 4.82 ERA. Another thing I noticed about Virginia, just looking at this game against Tennessee and looking at the box store score, only five strikeouts for, for Tennessee in that game, or for, uh, for Virginia in that game. So they are not a team that strikes out a ton. And now you're going to play Mississippi State, a team that strikes out a lot of batters. So that'll be something to watch. If, if State's making them miss early, you're going to have to feel pretty good about their chances uh, against uh, against Virginia. If, if Virginia is being selective and working the counts and, and getting on base, it could be a long day for the Bulldogs. It, it is really impressive, Virginia, how easily they handled Tennessee. And I, I go back to what I said yesterday. I think maybe this was a time where – First game in Omaha for literally everybody on that roster. And they just, you know, I think maybe the moment was a little too big for them. 
but they were just blown off the off the field. I mean, they gave up 13 hits. They struck out 13 times. I'm sorry, they, that's that's not correct. How many hits did Virginia have? 13. Only six hits. Is that right? Yeah, 13 hits. Yep. Okay, I, I was looking at the right. They so, had they had a big inning uh, there in the seventh, I think. The seventh, yeah. Where yeah. they just, I mean, it was just every guy that got up there was just single into center field, and it was yeah. just one after another, and Tennessee just couldn't get out of it, and. You know, uh, again, the the guy yesterday that went off, uh, Michaels. Yeah, uh, he he had had one. That was his first homer all Logan season. Logan Michaels. He was batting like two thirty something, and his dad was in the crowd for I think the the second time of his career. His dad's mm-hmm. been dealing with cancer, and it was almost like, you know, something out of a movie. This guy just came in there and and had the game of his life. Um, and his dad got the home run ball. It was just, it was a great moment, but that's kind of the, that's kind of this team right now, you know, yeah. they're riding this high and that's the teams you do not want to play in Omaha. So uh, when you mentioned that they strike out five times in that game and however many at bats, 40 at bats. Mm-hmm. Against um, Chad Dallas, one of the best pitchers in the SEC. That tells me that it's an offense that's locked in right now. And it, they're going to be very difficult to get out. They're going to battle pitches at the plate. They're going to run up Christian McLeod's pitch count. And uh, State's defense is going to have to play clean. I, I really believe if State yeah. plays clean defensively, which they did against uh, um, Texas, I really believe State's in, in uh, good shape. Seven of their nine hitters uh, had a hit on Sunday for Virginia, and five of them had multiple hits. So getting production up and down the lineup – the top, it's sort of funny, the one and two hitters had five hits apiece. The eight and nine hitters had five hits apiece. So that's 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 an interesting uh, little little stat there that shows that, you know, right now there doesn't appear to be an easy out uh, in this Virginia lineup. So they're going to be going to be a tough game, no, no question about it. Uh, well, it looks like it's going to be McLeod versus, like we said, uh, Vassal, but we can't say that for sure. I think State has a great chance to win this game and, and move forward and, and take on uh, take 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 have a chance to go into that national championship series. But like you said, the, and sort of the keys, they're going to have to find a way to to stay clean defensively. They're going to have to find a way to strike out a team that's not striking out very much right now. And you know, it's it's sort of like the intangible thing. Like this team is hot, and when they're hot, I mean, you think about State in twenty eighteen. You know, they, they played North Carolina in that second game and just absolutely ran them off the field 12-2. to two. You know, I don't think that's a worry. I wouldn't go that far. But it's something to, to, to think about in terms of when you play the hot team, sometimes they just stay hot. So State has to come out and, and make sure that everything that they give that, that happens, Virginia has to earn it. They can't give anything away to them. If they do that, I think they're going to win. But it, like you said, if, if they're not clean defensively and if they can't get the strikeouts that they're, they're normally getting, could be a long day for the Bulldogs. But I think the state's going to win this game, and we'll be talking about them again playing a, a chance to go to the National Championship Series. Yes, and if that happens, I'm going to have to find something to do for two days. Just go the around rumblings, and, there's a the bunch rumblings of, will help us out. The rumblings will help us out there. There's a lot of great uh, of restaurants in town. Just, just go hit them all. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check out the 801 Chop House again, I believe. Oh, there you um, go. I, I, you know, I'm feeling a big, big old steak and – some of that duck fat um, potatoes that we had. So good, so good. Oh, man. Um, but Make it happen. 
Before we finish up, I just saw across my timeline, Ryan Gridley is retiring from uh, baseball, former huh. Diamond Dog, and want to wish him what, well. What he a funny doing, tweet you just did, by the way. Yes. Uh, so, a lot of people might remember, I think it was 2017, the Alabama series, his sister was getting married or something, and mm-hmm. he was going to take a day off to go to his sister's wedding, and people mm-hmm. were just – just in flames over that, that he would, that he would leave his team for one day to go to his sister's wedding. And luckily I think state played a double header. So he was able to, um, that was the crazy, uh, Alabama series with the, the the game that ended at three in the morning. It was. And so he got to go to, he got to go to, uh, the wedding and got a sweep of Alabama, but, um, best of luck to him. I really enjoyed watching him play at Mississippi State. He was a guy that played hard from, you know, the first game of the season to the last, was a great middle infielder, um, became a really good hitter for Mississippi State uh, over the years as well. So best of luck to him. I I could see him being a head coach um, and coaching baseball for a long time. I I really believe that he's going to do some big things. Really high character guy. Yeah. Oh, good luck to Ryan. Good, good kid. Let's wish him the best. All right, so tomorrow's show we'll do the we'll uh, recap uh, what happens on uh, Tuesday night in Omaha. Then we'll do the rumblings on Thursday. So you can go ahead and start sending your questions in after the game on uh, on Wednesday. Or after the game on Tuesday, I guess. No, that's not, that's not what we want either. We have to wait another day. After – we're on, on Wednesday. Wednesday, we'll the questions. Yeah. yeah we'll, we'll, so I'll, I'll, get, I'll, I'll ask for the – I'll ask for the um, – I'll ask for the questions on Tuesday. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. No. Okay. No. Yes. You ask for the questions on Wednesday. Yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right, you're right, you're right. I'm telling you, us not being in the same room, it's throwing me off. Me too. All right. Hey, have you seen – before we go, have you seen the, the, the updated odds on the College World Series? I have not. Tell me. So, Mississippi State now has – a 27% chance of winning the, the national championship. Mm-hmm. Vanderbilt is tops at 33%. So not a huge, not a huge gap there. No, but state, state and Vanderbilt are the overwhelming favorites to make it out of their bracket. When, when we get to Wednesday and we know who, you know, who has won tonight as we're recording, it's Monday, and then who has won on Tuesday night, those odds are probably going to go up into like the, the 50s and 60s for the – for the undefeated remaining teams. Although, I, with, with Virginia, it might not get that high just because people are going to expect them to fall at some point. But if Mississippi State is 2-0, and they're going to be probably about a 50-50 favorite or close I'm to I'm shocked it. that Vander – I mean, um, Tennessee is 2.8%. That is just – that's really because surprising to me. I, I feel like – Texas they, is I, a better team than them, and they got to play Texas to stay alive. See, I don't, I don't know if I agree with that. I, I do agree from a pitching standpoint – but I feel like Tennessee has the bats, and they can hit, you know, across the field. I, I just feel like their offense is significantly better than Texas. I was not impressed at all with Texas' offense last no, night. No, but, I mean, I think that's a lot of that had to do with Will Bednar and Sims. So, yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, all right. Talk to you guys tomorrow. It'll be a late night recording after the the, uh, the game, and we'll see what, the, what we're talking about when Mississippi State takes on Virginia. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Adad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.